You are listening to Unbreakable Podcast with Tom Shea. Those of you who have subscribed and are listening, we thank you. We have tried to answer the questions that you've given us by emails or through social media. If you want to email more questions, I recommend to this email, engage at adamantinealliance.com. Those of you who are new, let me tell you what Unbreakable Podcast is all about. People are the solution. I've committed to doing interviews on topics that move people. People are the most resilient, the greatest commodity, and the easiest asset to turn around. They are also the opposite, which makes life interesting to me. Today's podcast is the accumulation of 23 years in the SEAL teams and five years training leaders and conducting keynotes around the country about success. I've thought about this topic many times, and I put it on the back burner because it's negative. I don't want to put out a negative keynote or a topic or a podcast, because there's enough negative in the world. It's taken me several years to try to figure out how to talk about this topic. However, maybe today we can talk about it and make it not less, or make it less of a negative spin. Today, I want to talk about the topic that I call competition for the bottom. Yes, I said the bottom. We've talked about success many times. We've talked about that with leaders, with authors, with businessmen, with athletes. We've talked about success. Now I want to talk about the bottom. Competition for the bottom is the most common, and it's disturbing. There are so many people actively doing what it takes and inexhaustibly doing what it takes to hit bottom, to lose, to not win, to fail, to get divorced, to get fired, to fail out of school, to get fat, to get injured, to alienate their family, to piss off their co-workers or boss. There are even leaders that literally sabotage their businesses. That's competition for the bottom. I'm sure this may be controversial, and thousands of people will share this, and we will have, we'll probably get threatened or whatever. Not new to me. I don't want want it to be controversial, but it's an interesting topic. But I want to discuss it openly. From what I've seen, both in the SEAL teams and in business and in consulting, that makes me laugh at the level which people compete for the bottom. To begin, obviously, I need to define some terms so at least you and I can know where I'm operating from. Your definitions may be different. If they are, awesome, but I want you to know where I'm coming from. Competition, as I look at it, is doing what it takes to beat the person or or people around you who are fighting for the same spot you want. 
That's what I call competition. The bottom, by definition, as I define it, is the last person to arrive. Or when all is said and said and done, if there are a hundred people fighting for a position, you're number one hundred. So training is another distinction that I have to talk about. That will arise, and so I want to define it. Training is the linear step-by-step method to get better in any area where you are weak or need to improve. You do training to get better. Teamwork, I bet you didn't expect that word. Yet my definition of teamwork is when two or more people combine their time and energy to achieve a common goal. Finally, leadership. We have to define leadership because your leader will either kill your effort or make it better. If you are the leader, you as a leader are either leading your people to a higher level or you are leading them to a lower level. Either way, the leader leads up or down. You cannot be a leader and make the com- and be in a flat company. As I thought about where to begin the conversation about competition for the bottom, and my staff and I discussed what we've noticed over our collective lives, I chose to begin merely with the different age groups and seasons of life and what is unique and so prevalent in each season. So let's begin with teenagers. The term youth is wasted on the young is not just a term, it is a fact. Youth can sleep anywhere. Youth can recover from pretty much anything overnight. Youth mimics everything they see. Youth is pliable and malleable. And youth is forgiving. Those are the greatest qualities of youth. Yet, does youth compete for the bottom? How do they compete? What do they do? Competition, oh dear God. Youth destroys competition. Here's how youth fights for the bottom. They sleep until noon. All you parents know that's right. Because there's nothing to entertain them. We parents let them sleep till noon. This is how we train them to be. They browbeat each other. Even threaten to kill each other. Kill each other like words and actions have no real impact. There are no real consequences to anything in youth. And the next day it is over and a new opportunity to belittle each other arises. We parents often allow this instead of demanding they treat each other the way that they want to be treated. We train them that there are no consequences. So we make them fight for the bottom. Kids are sponges. They absorb without discretion. They watch TV and they mimic the Hollywood actors who are clearly just acting, but they cannot distinguish real from stupid. So they mimic and dream and often practice what they see. Kids are so see horrible violence the likes of which, I can tell you, don't even exist in war. 
they absorb and they mimic that the high place is to fight for how many drugs you can take, how many divorces you can endure, how many people can you kill, how many lies can you tell, because that's what we parents allow them to see. They dream for a life they, they cannot have. They even Not even the actors have that life. We parents allow this because maybe we hope and dream for another life that we don't have, that we see on TV, or we're lazy. The outcome is simply that youth is now unaware of the difference between reality and fantasy. The penultimate push from the for the bottom is athletically for teenagers. There's no longer anything called winning. There are no reasons to win. Trophies for everyone who breathes. When they feel pain, we tell them to stop. They cannot show any form of aggression either off or on the field. It's kicked down. Practice is only at school. No one is teaching them the a thousand, the 10,000 iterations of practice that it takes to be good. We let them tell us that they don't like it or let them quit after the first practice or game where they don't feel like it or they lost. The outcome of outcome is laying on the couch and playing Xbox where they seem to win every time and can play a hundred times and, and die and still be in the game. The ultimate travesty is they that is travesty. However, the ultimate travesty is they forgive us our big mistakes because they only have love at all costs. That's a travesty that we are allowing our kids to have for our mistakes that we make as parents. Kids are often beaten and abused and treated poorly because adults take out a great deal on them. The result is they never learn to say no or discriminate harmful people in their lives. They can no longer stand up to anyone. Now we have laws from the government to try to disallow bullying. I find it odd because the parents and the teachers don't powerfully handle this themselves. So the government has to step in. The result, the terrible result, the ultimate terrible result is we create victim mentality. Now high school age people are also unique. The young adults are wonderful in all ways. The future is exciting. They dream big. They are often surging with hormones that should be bottled and sold. I'd buy it. Passion isn't just passion, it's tangible and cannot be pushed aside. That is rare and it happens in high school. They have their first taste of something they can do well and they begin the journey to do better. They want to prove themselves to their parents, to their friends, to others and will do anything to prove something 
that they can do. These are all great traits. However, the competition at the bottom ramps up during high school. Here's what happens. They lose sight of their future and their dreams by doing things that they realize will negatively impact themselves. But the impulse is too much. So they settle because they get caught and authorities pigeonhole them or character assault them. This is controversial. The sex urge cannot be reasoned with. We adults no longer have it and cannot listen or relate to it. So the kids act on it knowing they shouldn't and they get caught. And again, we put them into a bracket that they have to live with forever. The final drive in high school to compete for the bottom is they lose. They lose even though they tried. They lose even though they wanted it so badly. They lose because we let them think that losing is permanent. They lose because someone that they think somehow they think it should have been easy and not a lifetime struggle. The result is they give up when it is a struggle. The next bracket is the fun bracket, 20 to 30. The years of bliss, bailout, and darkness is what I call them. The capacity of people this age is the most it will ever be. People between 20 and 30 have the capacity to do pretty much anything. Physically, this age group is at its max strength. Recovery is quick. The brain is capable of mass learning. This group is capable of making babies like rabbits. The willpower will never be matched again. Most have or will have hit their first bottom. The bliss of being away from home on their own meets the real world where you can get taken advantage of rapidly. Most have, had a, have made a bad choice or failed out of school or something where they've had to ask mom and dad or somebody else for a bailout. The darkness surrounds them. Bad friends, bad choices, no way out, no money, no future, but they tend to hang on in the, into to the darkness and endure rather than seeking people that will help or seeking the light, as you want to call it. It's sorely used in the wrong areas. Their bodies are strong as hell. They rely on raw strength and use it. 80% get a major injury and walk away from the strength into the darkness. The biggest drawback from this age is the sexual overdrive. Illegitimate kids are the result. Marriages are too marriages that are too early because of the impulse to have sexual fulfillment leads to non-committed unions or even worse, unions that are not united but stay together and they hit bottom. That's what we do to 20 to 30. Now I want to take another tack. 
in this conversation of competition for the bottom, we discuss a couple age groups and what happens during those age groups that I've seen. But I want to take a tack towards what happens to people athletically. I have been an athlete my entire life. Not the best at anything, but I've been on part of several high-performance teams and military units. I've done some of the hardest trainings in the world. I was never number one. I've even taught and coached the best athletes in the world and want to share what I've seen. Being a good athlete is simple. You don't need genetics to actually be a good athlete. Here's what it takes to be a good athlete. You need to practice. It is that simple. You need to practice your sport every single freaking day. You need to eat a balanced diet and not do drugs. It's that simple. But the competition for the bottom in athletics is the second biggest competition going on today. I can tell you that few people put in the amount of practice needed. They just don't. They lay around. They do other things that don't make them better. Most people eat shit and wonder what the issue is. Sadly enough, let me speak the truth here. Drugs don't help you athletically. Do them if you want. But hey, they, they are counter to being a good athlete. In SEAL training, 80% of the people don't make it. Many just don't show up prepared to meet the minimum, the minimum standards. Many people show up not willing to continue training for six months. They lack the mental and the physical endurance for a six-month push. Many fight with each other and get kicked out. I went through five SEAL trainings to finally make it through. I taught as an instructor 16 separate classes and I saw the basics being dropped and the competition to not meet the standards was more than the one, more than the ones who were actually willing to just meet and do the standards. The 20% who compete or complete the training do the standards. The 80% who do not don't do the basic things. I want to talk briefly two more areas where the competition for last place is rampant. The two remaining areas are the weird ones. Relationship and making money. Relationships is, is the biggest competition to get last place. Let me say that again. In the area of relationship exists the biggest competition in the world to get last place. So few people compete for the ultimate relationship. The ultimate relationship is simply to rise together by lifting the other and by never giving up on lifting the other person. Here's how to make a relationship fail. If you just 
don't do these, you will have a great relationship. And there are 10 of them. And I hope you write them down. Here's the first one. Don't have a life of your own. Meaning, if you have a life of your own, you win. Don't let them have a life of their own. Meaning, if you want to be in a great relationship, you have to let your partner have their life. Item three, lie to each other. Meaning, if you simply are straightforward with your partner, you win. Four, don't go to bed mad. I need not explain that. Five, be unwilling, be unwilling to forgive all indiscretions. If you're willing to forgive and they're willing to forgive, you win. Six, make the same mistake multiple times and hide it from your partner. Meaning, don't make the same mistake twice. Seven, don't value them. If you value them, you win. Eight, not have sex with them. Listen, here's the deal. Do it. No matter your age, do it. That's what a relationship is. It's a part of it. Nine, make them raise the kids on their own. Let that sink in. Ten, don't listen. You follow the ten unbreakable bond rules, you win. So let me ask you, who the hell follows those rules? Very few people follow those rules. They're not hard, but we don't follow them. Finally, the competition to not make money or do well in business is so ripe with bottom feeders, it even surprises me. I have trained the most amazing people in my life. Some are the most wealthy men and women on the planet today. And if I may, I have formed a list, a list of how to fail in business. There's eight items to the list. This is how you fail. Obviously, if you do the opposite, it's how you win. The first on the list is not having a mentor. The cost of not having a mentor is equal to 10x your income. Two, not having a good marriage. The cost of a divorce is half of your income. Three, not having a clear, concise goal each quarter. No goals mean you, means you work by the hour because you don't know your own worth. Four, not having a detailed plan to reach your goal. If you don't have a plan with detail, the weather and your feelings affect your income. And we know how feelings bleed income. Five, thinking you need a college degree 
is the biggest debt to earnings ratio for people under 35. Starting out with a debt of 50,000 or more takes you up to 10 years to come out of it. Six, odd one, having sex with a coworker. Here's the deal, you're fired, do the math. Seven, not being physically fit. If so, you lack endurance, you lack health. Ultimately, you will be paying for the heart attack and diminished ability to work, and all your wealth will be sucked right out of your bank. Eight, the final one. Drinking until you're drunk or drinking every night. This one makes me laugh. It is cool to be cool at first because of the strain of work when you're young and the need to relax. It's cool because everybody's doing it. Then, after years, you lose health. You lose money and respect, and with the loss of respect, more money. I have made this list over 30 years. I'm not old. The list was an observation. The list of 10 and the list of eight the list of the different or the, what happens at the different ages was my observation of how people compete for the bottom by watching people blow it. I take notes rather well. Money is not easy to make, so stop competing for last place. Note that no matter how smart you are, or how much money you already have, once you break the art, the eight cardinal rules of wealth, you bleed capital, and your path to the bottom is sure. I do apologize for the controversial podcast. It need not be controversial, because it's where we all are, or we see it. You don't have to compete for the bottom. You are amazing. Own it. No matter your age, simply don't compete for the bottom. Here, however, at the end, here's how you compete for the top. Practice relentlessly. Because here's the deal. You will get better. You will get better than you can imagine. Use your, here's the second one, use your passion, don't be used by it. Sex drive is amazing, share it sparingly, or you will lose it, and it's amazingness. Three, don't do anything hard alone. You can't do it. Don't even try to do it alone. Humble yourself to your coaches, your mentors, your trainers, or your team, or your spouse. Next, have goals. The bigger, the better. Stop playing small. It doesn't serve you to play small. Next, for God's sake, have a plan. 
plan it all out every minute, every ounce of energy. Have a freaking plan. Then execute the plan and forego the bullshit. Take care of your body every day. Every day. It's yours. Hey, drugs are cool. Drinking is cool. Getting kicked out of bars is cool. You are cool if you can do more than others. You just won't be successful. Value the people in your life. If they don't value you, kick them out. Next, that's what I say. Make a, Here's the final one. Make a lot of mistakes, a lot of them. Just don't make the same mistake twice. My challenge to you, and I always like to give a challenge at the end. My challenge to you is to get after it. Get after the top. Try to follow the 18 rules. If you want to learn them, do our training. Get a coach. Get somebody else who's succeeded. Have them teach you. Do whatever it takes to learn the lessons that other people have learned. Your life will amaze you. Get after it. We love you. Bye.